What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. And in this week, I wanted to present to you all kind of a two-part series. Uh, the first part, which is going to be for for everybody, right? So, so not non-subscribers and subscribers to the podcast on Spotify um, are going to be able to have access to the first episode, right? So we're going to talk about essentially the role that fathers play in the health of our kids. Okay. So part one is going to be how a father's health choices, even before that child is, is conceived, created and born impact the life and the health of that child. Right. And then part two, right. What's going to be subscribers only. Then we're going to talk about um, how we set the, how we set the health blueprint right? Once they're in this world, how do we set the tone? How do we create that example? Um, so I, I hope you guys, if you're not subscribers already, check out the link in the description of the episode or the description of the podcast and uh, and please subscribe there, support the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. And um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So uh, I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. Um here we're going to explore how our daily choices influence not just our lives, but also the lives of those around us um, and and those who have yet to come, right, in the form of our future children. Uh, so today we have a, a topic that's pretty close to my heart, and it's uh, the undeniable impact of men's health habits, especially um, that of fathers and how that affects our children, okay? Um, so often we talk about health from an individualistic perspective, but today we're diving deep into a recently published study that shows how the health choices of fathers can shape the metabolic health of their children, even into adulthood. So I, I think that's pretty powerful. And I'm, I'm sure you all who are fathers or uh, hope to be fathers would agree with that. So let's start by talking about energy, right? One of the immediate and tangible benefits of a healthy lifestyle for men is the boost in energy. Uh, and guess who gets to benefit the most from the boost of that energy? That's right, their family, the children. So when you think about it, a father with more energy and strength can engage in more activities, play sports with their kids, and simply just be there, be more present and more intentional, both mentally and physically. This creates lasting memories and strengthens the bond between father and child. And that's really what it's all about. Just think a lot of us are in the, the situations that we're in in our lives because we lacked that healthy connection and bond and, and positive memories and impact from our fathers to us. So that's what we're here for is to try and change that. Uh, and it's not just about the present, right? So we're not just talking about impacting the present, but embracing healthy habits ensures a longer, higher quality of life. Uh, and as fathers, that means being there for the milestones, the big things, the graduations, the weddings, um, maybe even grandkids. Okay. There's another angle though, right? Setting an example, right? And we talk about that more in the, the next episode for subscribers only. Um, but setting that example is huge and children often emulate their parents and says that, you know, fathers who prioritize health inadvertently teach their children the importance of doing the same. So I want to talk to you guys. Um, I actually had had looked up some statistics um, a week or so ago, 
All right. So here's, here's kind of a, an interesting standpoint here. So 26.3% of men meet the national standards for exercise, right? So you might be thinking, what is that? Well, that's 150 minutes a week of moderate to vigorous exercise, which also includes two strength training days. Okay. Most men, right? All but 26.3% meet those standards, like fail to meet those standards. Okay. Here's another interesting statistic. Okay. And I'm telling you, it's not unrelated. Is that 76% of children in the US don't meet the recommended daily standards for exercise? Right. So 26.3% of men meet the national standards for exercise, but 76% of children in the U S don't meet the recommended daily standards for exercise. So if you look at that 26.3% and you move it from a hundred, right? So we're essentially, um, talking about roughly the other 73.7%, uh, of men don't meet their exercise standards. So 73.7, right? Now I'm doing the math off the top of my head. So if somebody's fact checking me, go ahead. But um, how close is that to the 76% of children in the US don't meet their standards either, right? So as the father goes, so goes the family, so goes the child, all right? So um, yeah, it, it, setting that example is gonna be key. And it's not just gonna happen by blind luck. Um, you're not just going to wake up and all of a sudden your kids are going to be very healthy, even though you choose to fail to engage in a healthy lifestyle for yourself. And, um, the importance of teaching our children the value in that, I think is huge. Okay. So this brings us to the study that was conducted by Kristen Stanford from Ohio state university, uh, college of medicine. This study sheds light on the significance of a father's exercise regimen on his offspring's metabolic health, future offspring's metabolic health. Uh, it's pretty fascinating. So the research showed that adult offspring of fathers who exercised had improved glucose metabolism, decreased body weight, and reduced fat mass, right? That's a significant boost to their health, right? That's setting the child up for success right out of the gate because of the choices that you made. Right. So, but more than that, like here's the kicker, even fathers that were on a high fat diet, but still exercised saw improved metabolic health in their adult children. Right. So let me repeat that. Even fathers who were on a high fat diet. So you weren't really watching the, the calories too closely, the quality of the, the diet too, too closely, but you still exercise on a regular basis, saw improved metabolic health in your children when they're adults, right? So exercise in this context is served as the counter to poor dietary choices, right? And so I know a lot of guys, we might not be able to stay out of the kitchen the way that we need to, but we're all about hitting the gym, right? So if that's you, just so according to this study, right? While that's not good for your long-term health, that's actually very helpful and beneficial for your children, right? Because you've, you've imprinted that genetic blueprint. Okay. Reason being right. Speaking to my next point here, exercise was found to change the genetic expression in the father's sperm, suppressing the adverse dietary effects and passing it on to the offspring. 
right? So it's clear that our daily choices, especially around health and exercise, ripple through generations. But there's hope in this study too, right? Aside from just the, the benefits there of the health, there's additional hope. If unhealthy lifestyles can have negative repercussions, right? And we see that all the time, the, the, the generational impact of obesity, right? Everybody says, oh, it's, it's genetic, it's genetic. Well, there, there may be a genetic component to it, but I think it's learned behavior, right? Because if you grow up and you see your parents shoveling excessive amounts of food into their stomachs every single day, every single night, and you're doing it too, right? Because it's a shared environment, right? It's a learned environment. You just learn. We only learn what we see from our parents, right? And if they're eating like crap, we're going to start eating like crap. And it's very rare that you've got a, a, an obese child with thin active parents. Likewise, to have a very thin active child from morbidly obese parents, right? And or if they start off thin, they end up right into their teens and in their 20s and 30s and 40s having weight issues because they've learned those behaviors. Okay. But what this is saying is that there is a genetic benefit with having healthy exercise habits leading up to conception. Right. So it, it benefits the, the genetic coding in the sperm. Okay. So if we can pass along our unhealthy stuff, which is a lot of what we got, we got a lot of the unhealthy crap from our, our parents, right? They couldn't help it. They weren't aware. They just, they were just doing what they knew. Okay. But here's where we're, we're breaking that cycle. And this is where we're starting things fresh with our kids and the next generation, trying to leave a, a, a better world than the one we came into. Um, and that's if, if these unhealthy things can be passed on, well, so can the healthy ones as well. So um, yeah. And, and the really cool thing, it's not just about fathers uh, previous studies from the same group that did this investigation uh, also found that when the, like this was looking in in mice, when the mouse mothers exercise, their offspring also experience the benefits of metabolism as well. Um, so Dr. Stanford makes a compelling observation here in that if men, especially those preparing for fatherhood, embraced even moderate exercise a month before conception, it could profoundly impact the health of their sperm and consequently the long-term metabolic health of their children. So it's evident. The legacy we leave isn't just about wealth or wisdom or anything like that. It's about health, it's about choices, and it's about daily habits. Fathers play a pivotal role in shaping the health and wellness of the next generation. So look, to all the dads out there and dads-to-be out there, uh, the message is pretty clear. Prioritize your health. It's not just for you, but for the sake of your children and the generations to come, right? You're decisions have lasting impacts. And while you think now it's just about you and you're being selfish with your decisions, you're being impulsive, you're a slave to your emotional reactions. Look, the, the benefit for the next generation, for your children is evident. Okay. So I also want to, to pose this to you guys. Remember every small step counts. 
right? So every run, every workout, every healthy meal sets a precedent. And it's not just for you, but for the future. All right. So um, guys, I hope that, that this kind of shed some light, maybe in some areas that you were um, not previously aware and, um, and that by, by maybe posing things in a different light and seeing it that like, yes, I need to work out, not just so I can have more energy or more strength to engage in making memories with my children, but, you know, for your ability to create children who are healthy, right. When they become adults, like from their childhood up to their adulthood to not have to suffer with the same chronic diseases that you saw your parents and their grandparents and everybody before you suffer through because you decided to reverse course, right? So the, it, the time is now to make a change. Tomorrow is a new day and continuing to wait and put it off saying, well, I don't really like exercise that much. Well, you might not like exercise, but I'll tell you what, your kid likes not having to pay for freaking metformin or uh, blood pressure medication, you know, because their diabetes and their blood pressure is out of control, right? That that's on you. That could, put, if this study is, is, is saying what they say it, it, it found, uh, then that's on you, right? The habits, the, the actions that you take, it's a, it's a trickle down effect and it's a ripple effect and it reaches far and wide. And so guys, look, I'm telling you, um, you can continue to be selfish about it, or you can decide that you're going to do something and you're going to make a change and not just one that benefits you, but benefits your children and their children and the generations to come, right? Because guys, we're heading down a bad road right now. We're heading down a bad road. Um, they're wanting to make us fat and docile and sterile and, uh, and be happy about it, right? Because if, if we can find our security from the teeth of the government, from somebody, maybe a pharmaceutical can, can dangle some sort of uh, uh, savior in front of us in the form of a pill or a, a genetically modified um, engineered food source, then we'll think, oh, finally, I can still be lazy as hell and eat whatever I want, right? Because they tell me it's healthy. Meanwhile, you know better. You don't feel better. You don't feel like you've got energy. You feel like crap. You're more depressed. Guys, look, take a stand, right? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. All right, so that's it for this episode. That's it for part one of this. Uh, I hope you guys, if you're not subscribers already, subscribe to the podcast right now. And uh, you can listen to um, the next episode about the legacy of choices, how fathers set the health blueprint. All right. So thank you guys. And we will see you next week.